This is the Property Renovation Podcast, where you hear the very best tips and advice on renovating or building your home from professionals in the industry and speaking to real homeowners themselves. My name's James Woodham. I'm the founder of the Property Renovation Podcast, and together with the help of my team, we have just one mission to provide you with valuable advice for free. We think the construction industry needs a shake-up, and anyone that you hire needs to provide you with honesty and clarity whilst doing a professional job. Listening to our podcast empowers our listeners with knowledge and helps make that happen. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Renovation Podcast. On this week's episode, we are starting something a little bit different on the podcast. Uh, we're going to get guests that are coming on to do a three-part series. Uh, we're doing this because we've listened to your feedback, and this is something that our listeners were very interested in us doing. Uh, so the three-part series, what is it? Um, we're going to get guests that come on and talk about their journey uh, from purchasing the property, uh, even before that. So they're going to be looking, talking about uh, when they chose to buy a property uh, and when they, wh- what areas they decided to to look at, um, and then how difficult that was. Their experience with estate agents, uh, property surveyors, etc., uh, etc. Et and then we're going to be talking about them finally finding the property of their dreams. Um, and then them moving into that property. Um, and then on the next episode, we'll start talking about, uh, what they are doing with that property, what their experiences are at the moment in what they're trying to achieve, what difficulties are they over, uh, trying to overcome, um, and, uh, just where they are with everything. Are they on schedule with the renovation? Um, are they on, uh, on budget? Um, and uh, even more, you know, like uh, what's their what's been their experiences speaking with and dealing with uh, building contractors, more and more and more. Um, and then the final episode would be when we speak to them about a month later, a couple of months later after that, um, about how how was it? How was the whole thing? Did they actually get everything done on time and on schedule? Um, and uh, did they make any changes throughout? Um, what was their ups and downs throughout the whole entire journey of that renovation? Uh, and uh, most importantly, are they happy now? Um, and I just think that it would be really valuable because there's tons of people out there that are uh, either about to start looking for a property, uh, are already on the property ladder with their first home, um, about to renovate. Um, so, so there's tons and tons of information that we're going to bring. So on the first episode of this, uh, which is... Um, number one of this three-part series i actually spoke with dom and jess now they purchased their first property and it's actually called tin turn cottage it's based in essex um it's situated in essex and uh it's a 19 1840s semi-detached cottage um so uh, in a minute you're going to hear all about the first episode of that and uh definitely go and check them out on instagram uh they're uh, handle is renovating tin turn so that's renovating t-i-n-t-e-r-n uh, i'm sure they'll uh, welcome you as one of their followers so yeah enjoy the episode uh sorry before i put you through uh i do we're coming close up to christmas now so if i don't get quite a chance i hope you have an amazing christmas and get exactly what you want um and i hope it's been uh, an, an absolutely uh, fabulous year for you as well 
Um, we've got some really exciting things coming up for next year and uh, myself and Juliet are um, going to be releasing an episode just at the uh, in the next couple of weeks um, where we talk about uh, all about that what kind of year it's been for us um, as a podcast and um, what what plans we've got for the future so yeah enjoy thank you very much Okay, so on this week's episode of the Property Renovation Podcast, we're actually doing a three-part series. Um, we've got Dom and Jess. Uh, they've just recently bought a property. So, uh, Dom, Jess, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, so, give us your experience in house hunting. Is this the first time you've done this? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is our first property. Um, that, that we've we've bought we've never been on the property ladder before so um we've been looking how long have we been looking for I, I think we started yeah yeah we've been looking about four months four or five months uh before we found the property that we've we've uh purchasing um and it's it's been quite hard really hasn't it to to narrow down exactly what we, want, what we wanted i was pretty um set on the fact i didn't want a new build so it, it made it quite complicated for dom i think <laughs> to find mm. something that i was satisfied with yeah um like what made you decide to get on the property ladder in the first place because you've got obviously the choice of renting shared ownership um what was what was your main reason for getting on the property ladder we we always kind of like we never thought about renting because we've always kind of had in the back of our minds it's you're throwing your money away if you're renting really we've mm. we've been really fortunate in the fact that um my parents have always kind of like look like put us up like at their house um rent free really so because they know that we we've been saving for a property for quite a long time so sure. it's, we've we've kind of been lucky in the sense that they're like you can stay at our place um, as long as you like cover your own sort of food bills and things like that. Um, so that's really helped us like saving for a property. So mm. we've never, we've always kind of been fortunate in the fact that we've, we've had that sort of support. Um, so, so renting really, renting wasn't really an option. So, okay. into our head because yeah. we, we could, we're in the position to save to buy. So. Do you both come, do you both come from parents that, bought their house too um i do personally my parents um yeah their first house they bought together and they've kind of like they've worked their way up the ladder in the fact that like the first house was just a little like two bedroom house then they went on to like a, a three bedroom house and now they're in like a four bedroom house so they've kind of like they've done that sort of thing but your my, parents are a yeah, bit different no, my, my parents have actually never ever owned a property um mm. They still rent now. So, um, and my other sibling, my brother, he also has, has, he's older than me, but he hasn't bought a property either. So it's sort of quite a new thing on, on my side. Um, yeah. for that, they've, they've always rented. Hmm. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? Cause Dom, I would probably think that from, from your, like upbringing, um, you've always probably known that your parents have bought houses. It's something that you want to do too. Um, but with Jess, I think like, as it's the first time, that was probably really exciting for you because, you know, this is going to be something that you've not probably experienced before in, 
in your family. You, yeah, you, you, yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that's exactly right. I think, especially in the beginning when we were first starting to think about looking, I was really excited, and I think Don was a bit more blasé about it. And there was a few sort of stern words exchanged, saying, "Come on, why are you not more excited about this? Because it's a it's a huge deal for me." Yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've not had anyone near me do it. So can you tell us, like, when, do you remember both, like, having that first conversation? Like, yes, look, I think, guys, we should look for a property. What was the... Sorry, two seconds. So, guys, do you remember, like, the very first time you had that conversation about uh, applying for a mortgage and getting your own home together? Tell us a bit about it. Um, I think, like, we've been a couple now for, like, seven years. And I'd say it was only, I went to university quite late and it was only during like, I don't know, the last sort of, my yeah. last year at university, yeah. I was kind of, we were kind of like, should we start saving for a house? Yeah, definitely. We always had in our mind that we were going to buy. I think like when the relationship got a bit more serious, we kind of thought like all of our friends were kind of like renting or like, they're not really sure what they wanted to do. And we always kind of had like had the idea that we wanted to buy. So it was kind of, it wasn't really a conversation, was it? It was just no, like, let's was, set up. A, it was, it was more of like just a natural progression. Yeah. It? it was just kind of, let's set up a joint saving account and just put some money. It in was it always going to be for a house, but it was never sort of spoken, was it? Mm, and I think okay. the the point when we actually sat down and said, let's actually start looking, um, I don't, I don't know. What did we, what did we discuss? I, I just think it got to the point where we, we'd saved enough money and we had like a good lump where we thought this is enough for a deposit. Yeah. Like, should we, right. should we have a look around now? Either that or a really good holiday. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we, we started, the thing is we started looking around and with the money that we'd saved, which we thought was a really good sort of deposit, we were like, oh, we, we probably need to save another like, Probably double what we yeah, saved. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We didn't okay. realise the sort of extent of what sort of money we'd have to put down, really. In in this area for, for mm. what you get for your money. What, what's your opinion about that? Like, because I would say that that's quite difficult and quite disappointing that you you have to save up so much of your money every month. Oh, it's completely. To, it's yeah. it's it's a quite heartbreaking. I think actually, if yeah. you think about. Um, like we've, Dom has already said, we're so fortunate that his parents have been really willing to have us here and they've sort of mm. let us take over two rooms upstairs so we can have our own space and stuff. Um, I can't imagine the people that don't have that support system mm. ever, mm. ever being able to even get a deposit up. I don't, you know, I think like this whole um, government 5% thing that they do now, yeah. I think like, sometimes I, I can't see how you would do it. I can't even see how people get to 10% deposit mm. without, um, without, you know, crippling themselves. I, I also think that we were very, very lucky in the fact that our pe- both of our parents and like, my grandparents mm. and things like that, they're very supportive in the fact that like invest your money wisely. And they, they know my parents knew that kind of, it's really hard for young couples to get on the property market and get a decent deposit. So like we were lucky mm. in the fact that your 
Jess's parents and my parents were willing to like give us a, a little bit of money extra towards the deposit. Just, just to make sure. up the deposit yeah. for, for when we found, obviously when we found the one we wanted, mm-hmm. ideally, you know, we could have had another, another four months of saving. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they were, they sort of stepped in and it was, was really kind of them. And I think that, um, we just very lucky in that. I mean, like Dom said, we had already saved up quite a sizable sum. Um, but, but it's, it's just really, really difficult. Yeah, I can. I can just imagine no nights going out, so no drinking, no cinema, no nothing. It's just literally. I really miss the cinema. <laughs> really miss it. It's so expensive. And the, yeah, the, yeah. Just the thing is, do. when we were saving for our deposit, <clears throat> our parents and like all that were like, you, "You don't just don't go out. Just save all your money." Blah blah. blah. Once you've got yeah. your house, you're in. That's it. You can do it. You want. So we save all the money. And then it's like, you get your house and it's a renovation. So you still got no money. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, you're, you're, you're probably locked up for a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then let's fast forward a little bit and you've, you've got the money. So now you're starting to have a look around. What do you remember the very first property you went to see? Yes, it was uh, Little Maplestead. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got really excited because it was sort of like the first time, I think, that we we both had, um, not not maybe in a in an open communication, but the first time we'd both seen a house and we'd been like, oh, my God, let's go and see it. And it's quite a big deal booking that first viewing. It's like, here we go. This is really yeah. it now. I, d- I didn't even know what to do. I was like, no, I was on the website. And I was like, this house is amazing. It's just gone on the market. It's in our, it's in our sort of price, price range. And I remember saying to my dad, like, what do we do now? And he's like, call the estate agent. <laughs> we I didn't was have like, a clue. I was like, I call him. Uh, what do I say? He's like, just book a view. And I was like, do I have to like create an account with them or what? He's like, no, just call them up and book a view. And do I have to pay them? <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, we saw this, we saw this little property and we, we were literally both like, we're going to buy it. We loved it from the pictures and everything. We were like, this is it. We're going to, it's the first one we're going to see. We're going to have it. Um, and it was, when we got there, it was completely adorable, but it was a hobbit hole. When I say small, um, I don't think Don could stretch his arms out in the kitchen and not hit something. Hmm. I, it, it kind of taught me a lesson that. Estate agent photography is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) They are talented. Incredible and maybe a little bit deceiving. 100%. And it's like the wide lenses and they make rooms look a lot bigger than they are. And Mm. and the other thing that we found was on on the website where we saw the property, it was like... um, Two bedroom, two bedroom house, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, oh, amazing. It's two bedroom. Hmm. <laughs> price so we went there, had the tour of the place, you know, took us upstairs. Um, so this is the master bedroom. Yeah. Great. Nice size. I was like, so where's, where's the second bedroom? They were like, oh, we just walked through it. You walked through it. And I was like, you what? And they were like, basically it was the, the hallway and they were like, yeah, well, you can fit a bed in the hallway. Oh, so right. They class it as a, a bedroom. Hmm. It was, yeah. it was ridiculous. It was just false advertising, really, to get people into view it. And yeah, it, it, it just kind of wasted everyone's time, really. Yeah. But, so what did, so an estate agent actually took you to the property. What was your experience with your, your, you know, the first ever experience with your estate agent? 
So the estate agent didn't actually take us there. And yeah. I think they were meant to meet us there. And, and they, they yeah, they phoned in, they phoned us and were like, um, oh, I'm sick. Um, I'm not going to make it, but the owner of the property is there. So she, the owner of the property actually showed us around. We actually knew uh, her, didn't we, as well? Your mum knew her. Yeah, my mum knew her, which was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> but she was just, yeah, she was really nice and just showed us around and I don't know, it was, it was a bit awkward because you're in someone else's house and you're kind of judging someone else's house while they're there in front of you, really. Mm, yeah. You got any tips for anyone that's like about to go and view a property like yourselves that have done this? Um, is there any tips that you would tell them not to do, not to say, or <laughs> what questions to ask? I think the first thing is really like you'll see something online and you'll be like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And you, before you've even pulled into the driveway or whatever, you, you've got your heart set on it. that This is the house we're going to buy before you've even looked at it because the images look amazing. The price looks amazing. It's too good to be true sort of thing. Mm. And we had that a couple of times. And I think the first thing is just don't, don't go in like all guns blazing thinking this is the one because I don't know, pictures are so misleading. So yeah. it's kind of like, because then I, I feel like after you've been there and then you just, you, you're driving away from it afterwards and you're thinking, you just... It's like an emotional yeah, roller coaster. It is, it's such an emotional <laughs> roller coaster and you're so like, you just feel like, oh, back to square one. So I yeah. think like, don't run before you can walk, just kind of like take every step um, because it's kind of, it is just it's draining because you you think like this is the one you go there and it's absolute rubbish yeah mm. you the state agents they're salespeople at the end of the day and yeah they're trying to sell you a product and it is very misleading sometimes so i think that's that's the first thing really i mean once you get there i, t- I don't know like questions wise I don't know. Did we really? Did we ask many questions? Um, we sort of. Your dad gave us a bit of a script, really. I think. Um, yeah. We 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 just asked the sort of generic stuff, neighbours, sure. and um, what else? How busy the road was, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Really, didn't we. And it's things like. Obviously, if you're first time buyers and you don't really have a clue about these things, like we didn't. It was mm-hmm. like. Is it oil? Is it gas? Is it like storage heaters, like with the central heat and things like that? Mm. Um, that property we looked at, they had like electric storage heaters <clears throat> and then they had like a, a wood log burner. Okay. So like, to be honest, like when we first started this, I didn't have a clue. I would have been, I would have gone there and saw a big radio and be like, yeah, it's a radiator, yeah. not knowing whether it's a storage heater or sure. a, a gas or an oil or, so things like that are worth like asking and doing your research on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it obviously it all adds adds up to expense if you yeah if you happen to get that property or if it's got storage heaters and it needs replacing, um, it's then it becomes a bit more of an expensive job. Do you think that you went like because it was the first time there was a lot of excitement there was um you know a, a lot of um heightened expectations of the property as well do you think that when you went in there would it be fair to say that you kind of go a little bit blank and you just focus on look like the feel of the property and you look at it and kind of forget to ask questions too because you're so you know you're you're in that moment oh definitely yeah definitely you sort of like 
especially, you know, when it's your first couple of ones that you're looking at, mm. you know, you're sort of like already walking in, imagining where you put your sofa and where your dog would sleep and all those yeah. little things. And you, you yeah. know, you're completely right. You sort of, the practical things you probably should be asking, um, you don't ask. And yeah. sometimes you can come away and, and then you have to contact the estate agent again, or, you know, if it's a property you're putting a, um, a, a bid in for then obviously then it comes down to annoying the solicitors asking them to ask the, you know the the vendor what what something specifically is or yeah, yeah or isn't and i think um i think yeah you do you get caught up in the fantasy of of just looking around and not being practical in there how many properties did you end up looking at nine yeah it's about eight or nine, nine yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the thing is we we never in our wildest dreams thought about buying a property to renovate no. we we were 100 percent like we're gonna we didn't buy mind a, a lick of paint we didn't mind like yeah a reef like yeah a lick of paint but we were kind of like very much we want to buy property and we want to be in sick of, sick of living with mum and dad yeah like, yeah let's buy a yeah. house and get in and we viewed this property and inside it was amazing it was beautiful we we went and viewed it two times. Um, one, the first time we went and viewed it like on a weekend. And then the second time we went in the evening because it was on a busy road oh, and we wanted to see what like, yeah, we wanted to see what the sort of traffic levels were like. So the first time we went on the Saturday wasn't too bad. And it was during the day and the lady showed us around the state agent wasn't there again. This was a lady. And then mm. in the evening we went again. And this is a big tip for people if they're going to go look at properties. We went with the intention of like second visit, really like this, we might put a bid in. Mm. And the road is quite busy and we were kind of like conscious of that. But she ensured us, no, you don't hear much at all. Like it's yeah. got double glazing, this and that. Second time we went and went and viewed she had like the radio up loud the whole time because obviously the cars were going past and it was all a bit noisy. So she was kind of like, she tried to disguise set, in it. Yeah. But disguise it at the same time. And that kind of like raised an instant flag to me. And I mm. was like, Hmm, you don't want to say to her, like, can you turn the radio off sort of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Difficult. Um, what was your must haves? Like while, whilst you're looking around for properties, what was your, the things that you must have? Um, well, the first practical thing we had to have, um, was definitely two double bedrooms, not a, not a box room and a master bedroom. Um, I'm from, uh, up north. So my parents, if they want to come and stay, they need a, they need a proper double bed so that was that was like really really important we couldn't get a one bedroom property mm. um and the other major thing for us was we're quite impatient so it was um it was parking to know that we can we can have parking yeah um somewhere guaranteed was was quite a well was was a deal breaker really wasn't it there's was two properties that we saw that that didn't have parking and we really liked them but it it's just yeah. it wasn't feasible. There was, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. And so, you know, you just have to write it off and forget how much you love the house because something major is missing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that like you have your dreams of what you want, but then you look at your budget and you think, okay, we're, 
might have to sacrifice one or two things. Like ideally we wanted like a self facing nice big garden yeah. and a driveway and two bedrooms yeah. and this and that. And like we, we live in like Essex on the Suffolk Essex border and right. po- property prices are quite expensive around here. So with our budget, like the sort of dream that we wanted, we were kind of like, uh, we might have to sacrifice some things. Yeah, we, the, the garden we sacrificed a little bit on, didn't we? Yeah, but I think... We still have a garden. That's though. the reason we got a renovation, because the property that we dreamed about, with the budget that we have, or had... Not possible. It's not possible, so that's why we had to go for a renovation, because it had all them dream things, but it was just a mess. That so we can, we can yeah. make them ourselves. Mm. So, so yeah, it just requires, um, uh, you know, you doing it up for it to reach its like maximum potential. So, and, 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 and it's where it fell within your budget. So basically anyone that wants to buy a property that within the price bracket that you were able to do that, there could be an element if, if it's in the same location or if it's in a, um, more affluent loca- uh, location, then you've got to be prepared to do something to that property. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about the property that you're in now. Um, first day you went to see it, describe it, um, before you ripped it all out and then we'll get you <laughs> on for the next episode. Um, well, it was, um, there's been a little old lady living in it, but she has, she passed away, um, three, three four years, years, four ago. years yeah. ago. So it's just sat doing absolutely nothing. Um, okay. and we- it's, we went and viewed the property separately. Yeah. Um, Jess was away with work and it was kind of like my dad was helping us look for properties and he said, look, this property's come online. Um, Jess actually saw it a few weeks back and Mom. showed it to me and I was like, oh, nah, it's a wreck, like not a chance. I and don't then my think dad, you ever looked at the email. Well, it was just, it was, <laughs> it was like one of the things you look at and you think, I'm not even going to bother. And then, my dad brought it up and he said, look, just come have a look. They've got an open day on Saturday. I was like, well, Jess is away. He was like, let's just go have a look. So we went and had a look and there was like probably about eight, ten people there as well, like looking around. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I, I walked in, it smelled like an old musty church. <laughs> and it was just, <laughs> it was like, I don't know, it's like something from World War Two, like old. Really? And, Gosh. Like they hadn't done much to it, like no. since they lived there, mm-hmm. um, and then she obviously died. And I looked at it and thought, "Wow, like it's got so much potential, but do we have the knowledge, the budget, or the skills to kind of pull it off?" And my dad was like, "Yeah, yeah, we can do this." And then. Uh, <laughs> So I called Jess and I was like, look, you've got to have a look at this property. Um, but it's a sealed tender. It's one of like them sealed tender bids. And that, um, has to be on, on Wednesday at 12 o'clock. So this is a Saturday. So the only time Jess wasn't back till like the Monday night. So the only time you could Tuesday. get a viewing was Tuesday. So you, we only had, 
after just viewing it on the Tuesday. I went at two o'clock and we had to have the bid in by 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock the next, next day. day. So we literally had like less than 24 hours to make a decision. To think about it and, and also decide on, I mean, we didn't even know what it was an informal tender, did we? We didn't have a clue. We're like, what? We, we have to bid on it. This is, this is crazy. It's like a silent auction. Um, so obviously then you have to be, we had to be a bit brave, didn't we? With, with the bid, if we really wanted it. At this time, at this time, Dom, was, was, was your mind made up? Like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't have any clue of what needed to be done. I was like, yeah, it looks, looks nice. Rooms are cool. <laughs> like, it's good size, got a good front garden, good back garden. I didn't know that it needed a complete rewire, all the complete plumbing and everything. Like, I didn't yeah. have a clue that it needs, like, a complete renovation. I just thought, ah, oh, lick of paint here or there. And then, <laughs> uh, it was only kind of like, I, t- I don't know, like we sat down, me and Jess, and I like, had a proper talk and think about it, looked through the pictures online, and well, we, think... we kind of spoke to my dad. And yeah. We all kind of got together and we were like, look, if we're going to do this and put a bid in, we have to commit that we're actually going to like do re- it. renovate your property. Yeah. And no, that's probably the scariest scary. thing, really, yeah. Knowing that once you put that bid forward, if we if we win the property, then uh, then, then now we have all this work it. that we've got to go yeah. and do and, and learn how to do it now. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. Okay, so you put the bid in. And then when did you hear? Uh, ten days? No, I don't think it was that long. Yeah, it was. How was it? Yeah, because we were worrying. We were thinking, because then we got really excited because um, we'd sort of gone, yeah. gone all in, hadn't we'd, we? We'd put the bid in. We were like, well, that's it. We've put our bid in now. Like, it's all or nothing. Like, we've either got it or we haven't. So mm. I think there was like, yeah, I think a seven-day sort of like waiting period. And then the day that that was over... I, I was literally on the phone to the estate agent the next day, and I was like, "Hi, this is Don Blur. Just wondering if we could get." Uh... That was the Friday. Okay. <laughs> where was Where was you? Do you remember where you were? I think you were at work. You were at work. And they called you, and they said, "Do you remember?" They called you, and they said um, <clears throat> that you might be there's you and someone else that oh, the the yeah. solicitors are. The soli- oh, no, so. The estate agents, they like to play a game with you where they like just leave you <laughs> hanging all the time. So they're like, yeah, it's between you and another bidder. Um, but we're trying to work out whether the solicitors, what was it? One of the other bidders were like a cash buyer. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we obviously weren't. They wanted to know who the, the quickest, safest option was to go with. Okay. And, but the thing is, right? This is what I, I think happened. They said that we had the highest bid. But the one below us was just below us bid-wise, but they were a cash, cash. buyer. Yeah. So they were like, mm-hmm. it would be quicker for the cash buyers to go through rather than these first-time buyers who have got to get a, a gift. Like when when oh, you like get 
yeah, mortgage approval and all this. And because our parents were giving us a bit of money yes, to go towards yeah. the, um, the deposit, we had to get like that all signed off. So it wasn't money laundering and all this. So the way they were looking at it was like, it's probably going to be quicker for a cash buyer, but these guys have offered a lot more. So yeah, in the end, they, I got a phone call on the Monday. They'd said on the Monday morning, make sure you've got your mortgage and principal sorted out by oh, the end of the day. That was another scary thing. Oh, they were cool. like, <laughs> make sure you have your mortgage and principal. And they said, can you send us your solicitor's details? And we were like, ah, we don't have a solicitor. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have a solicitor and we were like that night on applying the internet for applying a for a mortgage and principal. <laughs> Wow! Just blagged it like, yeah, we got it. We got it all. It's all at home. We just got to send paperwork. We're like, right, when we get home from work, we have to. So we got the mortgage principal that night to send in the morning, and then we just pretended. This is very naughty that we had a solicitor. We just put down details, the details of one that we were going to apply to have. Uh huh. Okay. Send that to the estate agents, and then we won. Like we won it, and we got it, and we're like. Oh, okay, we need to find a solicitor now. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one no longer wants to do it for us. We're going to find another one. Yeah, exactly. Well, it can't be that. No, be that but the thing is, like, we, we called that solicitor and we were like, hey, we've got this property in principle and we've had it like, um, we, we've won the bid, blah, blah, blah. We've put you down as a representative. Are you free, basically? And they're just wow. like, yeah, right. So and they we, they booked us in and like we gave oh, them the money and gave them all the details and then they represented us. So yeah, it was it did work out fine. It was we did we did black it a bit, didn't we? But we but were kind we, of in that position where if we said to them, "Oh, we don't have a solicitor and we haven't yeah, got a we're gonna principal," lose it. we would have lost it hundred percent. So we just had to move really quick and just sort of learn as we as we went along, didn't we? It wasn't really like researching. We were just like. You tell us, the estate agent told us what we needed and we just got on the laptop and we were like, right, how do we do this? <laughs> we just Googled like solicitors in our area. Yeah. All of my yeah. parents recommended that like some that they'd use. And then we were like, how mm. to get a mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is literally what we were like. How do we get a mortgage? <laughs> so how long did you have to wait until, um, all of that went through and then oh. you got the keys? Oh, it was a disaster. How long have we got on this <laughs> podcast to explain this process? Because it was the most stressful thing I've done in probably all my, my entire life. life. Yeah. Shall I, shall I take this one? You can, you can try. I might have a mental breakdown if I relive it. So yeah, maybe. So we got the approval. We got approval that we won. It was like sold due to, what was it? Sold due to contracts. Subject to contract. And, um, so it turns out our property, property that joins to it, they, it was, had two doors going through a sister, her, a sister lived up next door. It's a semi-detached now. So mm. it was they one, blocked one, one big house. Up. They blocked all the doors up. It has massive boundary issues because all the gardens were open and it had shared sheds the whole way through the gardens. Um, so basically, they had a boundary dispute with the person that was buying next door. And the person that, that bought behind. Saying that no one could exchange contracts until the boundary pursuit has been like sorted out. Resolved, yeah. Um, and for that to be resolved, they had to knock down all these sheds and put fences up. 
And then the problem with that was because that's going to cost money and both sisters had died and they had no family to kind of like decide anything. They left all of the house and everything to seven charities. Wow. So they had to get approval from all seven charities to spend any money, to spend any money that these sisters have left. Gosh. So you can imagine how long it took for all seven charities to get back and say, yeah, we're yeah. happy with you to knock that shed down and put a fence up on the boundaries. So we probably won the bid in, I'd say, April. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we didn't actually exchange. I think it was March and we didn't, ex- we didn't actually get the key till July. We didn't, yeah. So the end of July. March to July it took. The whole of summer. Crazy. Yeah. And that was like, we were on the phone to solicitors and estate agents every day, like any progress, any updates. They're like, no, no. And we're like, look, the summer's going, we've got a renovation to crack on with. It's going to be winter and we need to, like, we've got so much to do. Mm. And, um, it was just absolutely like, oh, it's horrible. Awful communication from both sides. Like, the, the estate agents were just playing us against the solicitors. The solicitors were saying, estate agents aren't giving us any information. The, the solicitors for the other party who owned the property were just like not giving anything away. It was absolutely awful. It was terrible. It got to the point where I turned to Jess and said, we might have to start looking for another property because this we're is not ridiculous. Yeah. We, we genuinely thought something was going on and actually someone was going to pull out. Or embezzle. Is it embezzle? Yeah, something no. was going on no, with the money. No, Kazum. That's the Kazum. way. <laughs> terrible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and there were so many people involved, wasn't there? Because at the same time they were selling the house that, that it's attached to. So it was our property and the, 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 adjoining, property. the adjoining property were both for sale. Um Gosh. So it was all all about sort of talking to the people that were buying next door as well about deciding a boundary and and like Dom said we we had no real seller to um, contact it was all just contacting the solicitor and and no one really wanted to make a decision on mm. boundaries or on on spending any money that may come from the properties in uh, in actually deciding where boundaries yeah. were. And I think mm. that one of the main reasons that we had all this problem is because there was actually two different um, registered sets of boundaries with the land registry. So yeah. our our property, Tintern, it had a certain boundary, but the, the property it's attached to, Honeysuckle, um, had conflicting boundaries on their land registry form. So we all thought we were on the same page and all of a sudden this other a sketch from the land registry appeared and we all realised that actually they've been registered at two different times and the boundaries were completely conflicting. Hmm. So it was, so it was really, yeah. really, really was very, very stressful. Yeah, so our solicitor was trying to fight our boundary, like sketch that had been drawn up by the land registry and then obviously the solicitors for the people that owned yeah. both properties, a charity, um, yeah. they were fighting another land registry sketch and then we had the person that was fighting next door to us who was fighting us fighting us and the other sisters about another boundary sketch that they had so there was just the land registries were all over the place because they weren't correct in the first place so we all kind of like came to agreement that right we're just gonna 
scratch this and just kind of like start yeah, again and yeah, right, yeah. draw a line down the boundary. This is this is our boundary. This is your boundary. We literally we took all a kind spray of, can. Yeah, we took a spray can. The estate agent came along. The person who was buying next door had to approve it all. We sprayed a line down where our boundary would be, and we all there and then verbally agreed. This is the boundary. And we got it all confirmed and everything. Land registry confirmed it. And it just took forever. God. That's crazy. That's and a good idea about, good idea about the spray can though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is like, the estate agent were like, can you get to the property at this time? On, mm. Like, it was like, say a Tuesday morning and I work in London. So I'm like an hour away. Jess luckily only works like 15, 15 minutes down the road. So they called in. They were like, can you be at the property today at like three o'clock? And I was like, not a chance. <laughs> like, yeah. how can you expect someone to just kind of drop everything and be at the property? Which yeah. was quite annoying. But Jess luckily was be able to get out of work and go, go there. But mm. if we, if we didn't do that, then that would be another probably a week waiting just to kind of put mm. a line in the boundary and someone be there to approve it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was honestly a nightmare. Like, I, I don't wish that upon any first time buyer because it, it really put me off like doing something like that again. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So what did, um, did we speak about what, what, what did it look like in, in, inside now that you've got it and you on that first day before you started ripping everything out? I don't think we got there. No, we didn't. <laughs> Sorry, I did get a bit carried away. We were away. ranting about our, about our exchange issues. Um, it was, um, there wasn't anything in it, so it was empty. Um, it just had a really old-fashioned um, kitchen in it and a really old-fashioned bathroom. Um, and everything was, this This lady, she put up hooks everywhere, hadn't she? There was, like, hooks all over the walls. So it was really bizarre, like, even in the, what we're now going to be making in for dining room. Um mm. There's a big meat hook on the wall. Oh, it was freaky. And it was, re- it's just really bizarre. Um, so I, I don't quite know what that was all about, but generally it's all just, um, it was all like old... single glazed windows, yeah. like all, all the floorboards out there, the double, like, I think they call them coffin boards. They're huge, like oak floorboards, like throughout, mm. which we, we're keeping and sanding down and lacquering. Okay. Like um, but yeah, single glazed windows, um, bit of lino, there's bit, lino everywhere. Yeah, oh, lino. Yeah, yeah, really like yellow, yellow lino. Very, very nice. We're, we're <laughs> lucky in the sense that like, there wasn't a, say there wasn't a lot of damp, but now we're kind of finding that the is, it's a bit like, uh, damp, but like, there wasn't massive, massive damp for like, <laughs> if that age. No. Um, Mm-hmm. But there also there, there wasn't really much in it, was there? Like decorative style. No, the staircases was... rotten. Yeah, that's, that's going on the list. Crazy. Um, and they're, 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 it's got a really strange layout upstairs. It's um, it's had an extension put on it, and for some reason, I think because she's an elderly lady, they've given her a, a big bathroom in what we will we will have as a third bedroom, hopefully. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And upstairs, uh, on the extension side, they've put a toilet room in the middle of the build, just 
on its own, in its own little door. And then sort of around the back of the toilet room, there's a hallway that just leads to a brick wall. So it's sort of like kind of a little bit creepy because you're sort of thinking, where, where does this lead to? What's, what's going on down here? Um, but uh, apart from that, that's about the, the hooks and that about the previous yeah. thing we found. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, the, the decoration is just really yeah. old. I mean, luckily we we got in the in the loft and the roof is all fine um, and things like that. Um, the staircase, like I said, rotten. A couple, quite a bit of the floorboards throughout the house because obviously it's all like oak wooden flooring. Mm, they're going to need replacing. Yeah, they're going to need replacing because they're all very like rotten. There's a lot of signs of woodworm, uh, things like that, but. Yeah, a couple of mice. We've got a, lo- a lot of oh, yeah, a couple of s- skeleton mice. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, other than that, we basically bought bricks and shell. bricks in a wall. It's just a shell, really. Yeah, like, it is. It's just a shell with with a front and a back garden. Yeah, I can see you've been active on your Instagram account, and we'll we'll save this for the next episode. But so, other than like the sand and the floorboards, you mentioned about the third bedroom. Um, what have you got planned for the property? What are you going to do to it? Um, so, like we said, yeah, the third bedroom, we're going to change that, but the bathroom, which is a bathroom now, into the third bedroom. With that corridor that leads to nowhere where that random toilet is, we're going to knock that through completely, and that's going to be the bathroom. And make a whole new room there. Um, and then, obviously, change all the windows to double glazed, Put some French doors in. Oh yeah, in the back into the garden. We're we're gonna knock through the um the wall that joins the lounge and the dining room because it, it's it's just like a love and plaster wall. Knock sure. that knock that through. So it's kind of like open plan sort of dining dining living. Um, it's got like beams in it, so we have okay. them exposed to keep with a country feel. But basically, we're gonna keep it like country cottage, but with a modern modern hint really yeah okay yeah we are good we're going to try and keep the character of it a little bit Mm. do you know where you're going to be purchased like have you chosen your kitchen have you chosen all your bathroom stuff are you going on pinterest yeah 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 we've been we've been big fans of pinterest (laughs) and dom hates me but i've already started buying things so we're actually living in chaos at the moment Right. Um, before we even even hit the ground running, um, so we sort of we have things in the garage and, <laughs> and also, <laughs> we've already been to IKEA and planned the kitchen yeah. and it's oh, we we're, we're fully ready to get on with this. Brilliant guys, brilliant. Have you got photos? Did you take photos before you started ripping it apart? Yeah, yeah. yeah our our Instagram page literally. It's all on there. It's documented from day one to where we are. So it was actually before day one because we yeah. every time we drove past and we hadn't exchanged yet, we stopped off and we'd just go and look in the windows and stand yeah. in the garden and talk about what we were going to do, wouldn't mm. we? So there's actually pictures of us just creeping around the garden before we even had the key. Yeah, you can... Stalking like, the place out. Basically. Yes. And, like, you scroll through our early days of our Instagram and it's, like, you can see all our, like, 
photos and comments about our frustrations with the the solicitors and oh, the yeah. state agents and like oh we we've we've heard that we could be exchanging next week and then you see a mm-hmm. post a week later and it's like no. turns out it's going to be another month <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh some of those pictures if you wouldn't mind we'd love to have them on um our blog as well and we can uh you know put put them within the description of the yeah. episode 100 percent. yeah it's fine <laughs> good Guys, it's been lovely speaking with you. Um, and I, I'm going to, on, on the next episode, we'll actually be talking about um, where you've got up to, what you've been doing in the property and what's your do's and don'ts for anyone that's going to be doing this as well. So yeah. um, look, for, look forward to having you back on. Yeah, no, I look forward to it as well. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Great. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> okay, good. I'm going to go and save the rest of my voice before it gets any worse. <laughs> cool. All right, well, thanks a lot for having us. No problem. Thank yeah, you very much, Dom, Jess. Really nice uh, speaking with you. And you. Speak soon. Have a great Christmas. All right. Thank you. You. you too. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.